All right, welcome everyone. It is Sunday, June 26th. I am Adam Merton. This is Big Marcel. This is the MMA OB Daily Podcast for Sunday, 10 a.m. or 11 a.m. now, actually. We already finished the uh, first podcast of the day, Marcel. We did the recap of UFC Vegas 57. Now we're going to be breaking down UFC 276. And I'm really looking forward to talking about this card with you, Marcel. Uh, always enjoy breaking down all the fights, Marcel, but particularly the pay-per-views, Marcel. I feel like it's a bigger event. So just your overall thoughts really quickly, Marcel, on the card before we break down each of the fights. Um, yeah, it's like kind of loaded, you know. It's like International Fight Week. So uh, they always load, this, load these cards for International Fight Week. Yeah. I think there are fights on the early prelims which shouldn't be on the early prelims, for example. And maybe there are a few fights on the prelims that should be on the early prelims. Um, yeah, and uh, we still only have four fights on the main card at this moment because uh, Murphy against State got cancelled last night. So, yeah. yeah, we'll see. So I heard someone say that Muniz and Hall got moved up. Is that official or no? He was hoping that, I think. Oh, <laughs> okay, okay. Okay, so we'll talk about that. Uh, we'll just talk about where it currently placed on the card. So I'm going to go by the UFCstats.com order, as always, guys. Again, uh, Misha Tate and Lauren Murphy has been scratched. It's not on this card anymore. But honestly, Marcel, I don't really, I didn't even really care about that fight. I thought it was going to be kind of boring, to be honest with you. So I, the fact it was supposed to open the pay-per-view made no sense to me. I did read, actually, that uh, that they maybe move it to Long Island. Long so. Island, yeah. Yeah, that's the plan. Steve says he's looking forward to the card until the moment, uh, since the moment the fights got announced. Me too. This card's stacked. I love this card, guys. Let's get into it. Let's start Honestly. With the go, go ahead. Go ahead. Why, why not move that to July 9th, you know, for example? But why Long Island? Does it have to be in front of an audience? I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Well, apparently Murphy has something going on, so I don't know if it's an injury or what, but maybe she needs another week. Anyways, yeah. let's get into this card, Marcel. We're going to break down all the fights in the card, guys. Looking forward to this one. We'll start off in the women's bandweight division in the first fight of the night. We have Jessica Rose Clark against Julia Stolyarenko. And, you know, Marcel, i got to be honest with you, this card feels like it's just kind of an odd placement on this on this, yeah. on this pay-per-view. I, I just don't really understand why this is on the pay-per-view card. Um I mean, it could be a decent fight just because, honestly, Story Rango is really tough and she likes to bleed in her fights, but I don't know. It just seems a little bit misplaced because every other fight in this card is, like, ranked to people or, or legends, and then you have this fight. It's kind of weird. Anyways, um, Clark, minus 140, Story Rango, plus 120. Your thoughts? Yeah. Like you said, man, fight is kind of out of place on this card. Um, Jessica Rose Clark, last time. She got subbed by uh, Stephanie Agger, which was kind of surprising to me. Didn't saw that one coming. Yeah. Um, Julia Stolyarenko, she's I think she's 0-4 in the UFC, right? Uh, Correct. Her only great fight was actually that, uh, I think that split decision win against Lisa Frazosa. Or uh, that's his, her name, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. Yes. The girl and Victor, where they had that crazy bloody fight. Yeah. That's a good fight, by the way. That was, that was a good fight, yeah. yeah. But... I'm definitely not going to pick an 0-4 girl in the UFC right now. I know I did with Bodo yesterday, last week with the 0-3 guy, but um, now nah, I'm going with Clark. I, I I think Clark fights smart here. You know, she knows she has to win. If she loses again, she got two straight losses, and the fights before those wins weren't great. You know, um, so I think she 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 fights smart. I'm going with the Jessica Rose Clark with a decision here. That's my lean, but like I would not bet on this fight. It's, you know, weird, it's a weird ass matchup. She's coming off an armbar loss. She's fighting a girl. Like Glenn mentioned, so many of her wins are by submission by armbar, right? Like that's her specialty. She hasn't did in the UFC yet, but she has a dangerous armbar. I do think it's weird that they didn't resign Alexis Davis to let her go, but the girl who beats her, Story Ringo, gets another fight. Isn't that weird, Marcel? Like I don't really get it. I don't know why she's still on the roster. Again, you know, 0 4 overall. Not that great. I can't pick someone with this record, but this could be a fight she wins because, again, you know, she has some advantages here. She's taller, longer, younger. She has advantages, guys. There's no doubt. I just can't pick her because she's looked so bad in the UFC. But, you know, Clark Marcel, like, at times she looks great. Like, the Edwards fight looks nice. That win looks really good. The Opera winch looks great, too. Um, but, you know, that last fight, Marcel getting submitted like that was very surprising to me and, and not a good look either. Um, I know Edgar is, like, a decent underrated fighter as well, but I don't know, Marcel. It's it's kind of a weird fight. So I would stay away from this one. I'm I'm leaning towards Clark by decision as well, Marcel, because Storenko is very tough. But I have no interest in betting this fight at all. No thanks. Um, yeah, I, I don't I don't have an interest in it. Aussie heavy card. Why mm -hmm. Clark got added? Maybe. I mean, the, I know she's changed in Vegas too, but I just think it's like Alberg should be should have been this card instead, honestly. And they could have put Clark on the la, on uh, last night's card. My mom has worked team moment since it opened. This is really a last fight working. She retired next month. Hey man, congrats to your mom, dude. That's incredible. 
I went to T-Mobile once. It was a great arena. It was huge. Why did Valve get cut? I mean, we can't take those other questions right now, but we don't know why. I honestly have no idea. You, you know, Marcel, really quick, we can't take other questions, so guys, we don't have time. But, no idea, my man. Yeah, we don't either. Sorry, guys. We just don't, we don't have an hour here. Marcel's got stuff to do, and I have to go to a baseball game after. Um, let's go to the next fight here, Marcel. We have Brad Tavares against Drikas Duplessis, Marcel. Great fight, Marcel. I love this fight. I think this is one of the best fights in the card. It's crazy it's buried in the prelims, but I mean, the card's stacked. So this is where uh, the card starts to get really good. Brad Tavares right now, uh, actually, it's it's um, Duplessis slightly favored, minus 115, Tavares minus 105. So the line's been kind of going up and down here, but looks like Duplessis is a slight favorite right now. Your thoughts, Marcel? To be honest, I think it's kind of embarrassing the UFC has buried this on the early prelims and not on the ABC prelims. Um, mm-hmm. It's a great fight, you know, uh, Tavares, you know, Tavares is kind of, for me, Tavares is kind of a basic guy. And with a basic guy, I mean, he is really good in the basic stuff of MMA, you know. If you look at Drikas Duplessis, guy has power. Um, I think he's he's very talented, you know. And the thing, if you can get past Brett Tavares in this division, in my opinion, you have a good future in front of you for nine out of ten times, you know. Um, I think Duplessis finish him, finishes him. I go in with a second round TKO for for the guy from South Africa, and uh, yeah, it's gonna gonna be a fun fight. I think it's a it's a fight that should be higher on the card, in my opinion, yeah. and. Uh, Two great fighters. I'm taking uh, Drikas Duplessis here. Yeah, awesome fight for sure. I love this fight. You know, Brad Tavares is just a very tough guy, very tough individual. Marcel, he's been in the UFC for years. Very, for the most part, very active over the years. Um, you know, one thing though, he has been knocked out a, a couple times. Marcel, we've seen him get KO'd. Um, so while he is a tough guy overall, he has been knocked out. That chick can get tested. Duplessis got power. He's got, from what I've seen, a pretty good ground game to him. I just think the guy's really good. And I was playing on, like, kind of betting on him against anyone he fought next, Marcel, if it wasn't, like, an elite guy, which I don't think Tavares is. He's, like, you know, top 15, but not elite. Um, again, the odds are some sports perks have Tavares slightly favored, some have as, as a dog. Do a line chopping for this fight. But there's a couple of sports perks right now. I'm looking right now, guys. Plus 100 on, on Duplessis. Marcel, I think, I think you got to go with him here uh, as a slight dog. I got to take Duplessis, guys. I like him in this fight. I really do. Again, I think that he can keep the fight standing. Um, maybe Tavares has a little bit more volume, but I think Duplessis hits harder, Marcel. And that power, I think, will, will shine through here, Marcel. I think all of his wins are by stoppage, too, right? So I think he gets a knockout. You're thinking knockout, too? Yeah, second round. Yeah, so that's our pick there, guys. We have a unanimous pick on Duplessis there in the second fight of the night. Go to the next fight here, Marcel. Macy Barber versus Jessica I, and odds on this one: Macy Barber minus two forty, I plus two hundred. What's your thoughts? A very smart move by Macy Barber picking this fight uh, when uh, uh, Casey O'Neill got injured. You know, yep. um, I think Casey O'Neill would have lasted Jessica I, to be really honest. You know, and I think Macy Barber will do the same. Although I, I, I still don't see Macy Barber as the next big thing as she thinks she is herself. You know, but I think uh, I think I's kind of done. To be really honest, no disrespect to Jessica I, but I think her time has passed. Yep. And uh, I see Macy Barber winning here. Will she finish her? I don't know. You know, I is not easy to finish, but uh, I'm going with Macy Barber by a dominant unanimous decision here in this one. I I really like Macy Barber in this fight. I, I'm not like a huge fan of her by any means, Marcel. Like, yeah. But I love this matchup for her. And again, I like Casey O'Neill against I too. I, I like Barbara, guys. I think she should be like minus three or four hundred here. Like, I, I don't really give Jessica much of a chance. I know obviously she's a good striker. We know that she's competitive in her fights, but I just feel like Macy, a lot younger, Marcel. She could pin her against the fence. She's a stronger girl, in my opinion. Here, um, pin her against the fence, do some dirty boxing, maybe get Jessica to the ground, maybe drag her to the ground. But even on the feet, I think it'll be competitive, and I think Barbara can hang her on the feet. And I probably is the better pure boxing, to be honest with you. But I, I don't know, man. She's lost three straight fights. I know against good fighters, but. You know, Marcel, I just, I don't know. I, I just don't believe her anymore. And that Cynthia Calvillo fight looks really bad. Doesn't that Marcel getting taken down, dominated by her? Yeah. That doesn't look very good. Barbara, I think, could take her down, beat her up a little bit here. I like Macy Barbara here, guys. I think she's a good pick. And, I, I, you know, someone, you like the parlay people. I think she's someone that could be in your parlay. Marcus, what's up, man? How's it going? He likes Duplessis. He should not be the underdog. Again, it depends on the book, but you can, I've seen plus 100 out there. If you can get that in Duplessis. I saw him like plus 120 earlier this week, so it went down a little bit. It might flip by the time the fight comes. He might end up being like minus 130 or minus 140. It wouldn't surprise me. But, yeah, I like Duplessis there as well. Uh, Barbara lost to Montana. No, she beat her. She won. Yeah. She won the fight, Glenn. Uh, you're wrong on that one, Glenn. Uh, apologies. But, uh, yeah, that's 
That was uh, – I don't think it was even that close, Marcel, if I remember. Yeah, 327 for Berber. So, yeah, she lost – she should have lost to Maverick. Maybe that's the fight he's talking about because I yeah. think we all thought she lost that fight, to be fair. But, again, I just I just don't rank Jessica High very high, Marcel, <laughs> if that makes sense. Um, as soon as that, that injury happened and she took the fight, that was just a smart move by her because it allows you to move up the ranks against someone yeah. who's very beatable. So, all right, let's go to the next fight here, Marcel. Andre Benitez against Uriah Hall. This, and again, this might end up on the main card. We're not sure yet. Maybe they'll put the Robbie Lawler fight because I know he was complaining that he's on the prelims for the first time in like 20 years, Marcel. So maybe they move up a Lawler and Barberina or something. I don't know. But either way, we got Hall and uh, Muniz next. Muniz is the favorite here. Minus 265, Hall plus 225. Your thoughts, Marcel? Yeah, man, this is very easy. If Muniz gets a fight to the ground, Hall is fucked. You know, that's what I think. You know, uh, Hall will look for the knockout as he always does. And that's where Muniz has to watch out, I think, in this fight. This is pretty much... You either go with Uriah Hall by finish early with a knockout and he catches Muniz, or you're going with Muniz winning the fight by either decision or submission. And I think he can submit Uriah Hall, man, to be really honest. I'm going with Muniz, yeah. and I think in first round submission again. I really like Muniz, guys. You guys know I, I love this guy. I mean, I, I made some good bets on him over the years, like, um, what's it called? Against Jacare, where, where he broke his arm. Even it's Eric Andrews um, and then Bartosz Ravinsky. I, I think this guy's great. I'm a huge fan of him. But I will mention this, okay? He's been knocked out four times in his career, Marcel, and now he's fighting a very, very good striker in Uriah Hall, yeah. with devastating knockout power, who has uh, 13 wins by knockout. I think there's a chance Hall could knock him out. I don't know if I want to bet on him at minus 265. I'm going to be honest with you. Like, Macy Barber's like a little bit less odds, and I'd like her even better in her fight. Don't get me wrong. I'm going to pick Muniz. I love the guy. His ground game is lethal. I, I think he's legit, but he's been knocked out four times. So if he doesn't get to the ground on the feet, Marcel, he might get knocked out. It's possible. That's the only thing I'm worried about here, uh, the fight stays standing. But, again, I think it will take it down. I'm with you, Marcel, and I think it's to the ground and submits him too. So fight doesn't go the distance. I don't think this fight goes to the three rounds. You don't think so either, Marcel? No, no, no. All right, let's go to the next fight here, guys. We got uh, Jim Miller against Donald Cerrone. This fight was added late, obviously. Uh, Jim Miller was supposed to fight Bobby Green. Green's out. Cerrone was supposed to fight Lozon last week. It's kind of crazy. He's gonna. This is a welterweight, actually, Marcel. This fight. Yeah, I know. So it's at one seventy. Okay, so that makes sense. Miller, I don't know what his record is at one seventy. I'm not sure if he's fought there before. It's interesting. Um, Miller's the favorite, guys. Minus two twenty, plus one in on Donald Cerrone. So this is interesting because again, I always track the lines. Remember, Miller was a huge underdog in his last. Or not huge, but he was like minus uh, or plus one forty against uh, Nicholas Mata in his last fight and won. And now he's a big favorite against Cerrone. Kind of strange. Uh, I know Cerrone obviously is on a big skid, but they fought before and Cerrone beat Jim Miller pretty easily. And I know it was eight years ago, but still. And this is at 172, Marcel. Yeah, so that's it. That's what I'm saying. This is this fight's not as easy as call it because I, I most people I'm talking to are like, oh, Miller destroys Cerrone. I just got to hear your thoughts on this one because I got some thoughts on the fight, but I want to hear your thoughts, Marcel. If this fight is at 155, I'm more confident in picking Jim Miller, dude. But at 170, Cerrone doesn't have to cut all the weight he, because he looked like really like he, he looked like the Grim Reaper, dude, uh, at yeah, 155 nice. on, on, on the scale. So he doesn't have to cut weight again. This favor Cerrone, man, in my opinion, you know. And Jim Miller is short for a, light, a lightweight, and now he's fighting at welterweight against Donald. Yeah. I think Donald wins. I'm going with a decision for Donald Cerrone. That's dude, how I'm, I see it. I'm surprised you're picking him, too. I can't, <laughs> I'm going to pick him, too. I can't believe it because last week I'm – Oh, I'm all over Lozon, right? Yeah, and me I, too. But again, it's at 155. That weight cut's brutal for him. At 170, he doesn't have to cut the weight. Here's the other thing. Looking at the, the actual like, intangibles here, Cerrone's five inches taller, two inches more reach. Marcel, they're the same age, so that doesn't favor either guy. They mm -hmm. both have – Marcel, their records are pretty much the same, 34-16 versus 36-60. I mean, that's incredible. They both have basically the same amount of fights. Here's the thing. I know Miller's got two straight knockouts. I picked in both those fights. I had him against Moda, Marcel. Remember, I think we both had him in that fight. We both had him, yeah. All over him in that fight. Right? Here's the thing, though. He's not the guy that comes out of the gate and blasts you right away like Joe Lozon does. And that's the kind of guy Cerrone falls to. Miller is the guy who kind of takes his time and eventually will get the finish. Like, if he knocks you out. Donald Cerrone's been submitted, but he hasn't been submitted in like 13 or 14 years, Marcel. He's got a great ground game. Okay? So, I feel like it's going to be hard for Miller to submit him. And I feel like it's going to take place in the feet. And I think Cerrone's the better striker overall, Marcel. And at 170, I do like him better. And I feel like these odds are wider than I expect. I thought it'd be like a pick him. I can't believe I'm, I'm, I'm going to do this, but I, I think Cerrone's got value at plus 180, Marcel. I can't believe I'm saying this. I, I really can't, you know, but I got to take him here at these odds, especially. Like, 
I think he legitimately can win this fight, guys. I think he can keep it standing and win the fight. Um, I wouldn't like put you know a, a huge bet on him here because of obviously having five straight losses or with the draw in there, but maybe half a unit or something at plus one eighty, you could win a unit back if that's the kind of way you, you bet. Because at plus one eighty, I mean, I feel like the odds are, are off. I feel like the, it, Marcel, I really think this is a coin flip fight, you know. So I'll favor the guy. Actually, I, I would say it's even Cerrone should be slightly favored to be honest with you. Now that I'm thinking about it, the the multiple weight cuts are weird, but he's not cutting a lot of weight for this fight. He's not. I don't think he's cutting much at all. So that's the thing, Wani. Like he's it's, it's one seventy. If it was one fifty five, feel differently. But at one seventy, I kind of feel like it favors Cerrone, like Marcel said. So. Anyway, Vegas, Ronnie Hall is brave, 210 fighters. I mean, like I said, it was just a fight ago, guys, where everyone said Jim Miller was going to get destroyed by Nicholas Mott, and now all of a sudden he's a big favorite of Rory Sorny. That kind of stuff is just kind of is strange. So, yeah, a fight doesn't go distance. I don't think it goes three. You think it goes three rounds? I don't think so, Marcel. Remember, they did fight before. Sorny beat him up pretty good. Again, it was 2014, but, you know, they're both old, Marcel. They're not young guys, you know? Yeah, I'm picking Sorony by either decision or a late stoppage, but I'm still going with decision. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh... Squirrel Emery, thanks for the inside, guys. Always appreciate it. Hey, man, appreciate you listening, dude. All right, let's go to the next fight, Marcel. I'm, I'm, I'm honestly surprised, Marcel, because I got to be honest, everyone I've talked to is, is all over uh, Jim Miller in this fight. I just feel like I get it, but the odds are off, you know? So we got to look at that, too. Let's go to the next fight here, guys. Ian Gary against Gabe Green in the UFC welterweight division. I love this fight, Marcel. Uh, banger. Uh, Ian Gary is the favorite here. Minus 160. Gabe Green plus 140. Your thoughts on this one, my friend? Yeah, um, what should I say about this one, man? I think the UFC thinks that Ian Gary gets past Gabe Green pretty easily. That's what the UFC thinks, you know. Um, thing is with Ian Gary, I think he's a bit he's talented. He's still very young, um, but at the same time, I feel like I don't want to say he's overrated because he's really young, but I still think the UFC overrates him a little bit. You know, I don't think he's he's as amazing as I think at this moment. I think he is. Still young, can learn a lot. Maybe can become even more better. He can, can get definitely better. He will get better. But if he gets to the top, I don't know. If we look at Gabe Green, uh, super tough guy. Um, always comes to scrap. Got a great win against Lane Ness last time out. But he was dropped by Lane Ness as well, you know. And it kind of worries me for some reason because I think that I think that Gary can can stop can, can win not stop him but can win the fight, you know. Um, I think Gabe Green is super tough, but I think Gary will etch it out with a decision again. So I'm going with uh, Ian Gary here. I don't think Gabe Green is the one who stops Gary, to be honest. Yeah, I'm with you too. I mean, uh, listen, Gabe Green is good. He's obviously better than than a lot of us thought. Um, yeah. But, you know, that fight with Johan was only like two months ago, and he got dropped in that fight. I'm surprised he's fighting again so soon. i got to be honest with you. You know, Gary took no damage at all against Week, so I'm not surprised he's jumping back in here. UFC is obviously like high on – well, I mean, I think they're high on both guys, honestly, Marcel, you know, because – there's no loser here. I mean, if, if Green wins, they can give him a top 15 guy. And if Gary wins, they can give him a top 15 guy if he wants. Uh, I know he wants to take a slow build, but, I, you know, I think this is a fight he can win. Marcel's super technical on the feet. Doesn't seem to have a bad chin by any means. Um, his cardio is really good, unlike Johan Liness. Uh, Gabe Green's just, to me, still too hittable. I think Ian Gary just outpoints him. Marcel sticks and moves and wins a decision here. So, yeah. interesting, because Gabe Green's a good fighter, but I, I, I just is. think, yeah, he's good. But I just think, stylistically, a tactical striker against a brawler, I would take the tactical striker in that fight. Let's go to the next fight, Marcel. We got two brawlers here. <laughs> Robbie Lawler and Brian Barberina. I mean, this this is a hell of a fight. Um hopefully they move us to the main card. I, I, I love this matchup. Robbie Lawler minus one thirty, Brian Barberina plus one ten. I think this definitely could win fight of the night, Marcel. I, I think it's up there for fight of the night. I mean this card's stacked, but I think they'll probably give out extra bonuses, but I think this could be fight of the night. Give me your thoughts on this card, Marcel, or this fight, excuse me, because I, I think it's one of the best fights in the card. All Brian Barberina fight of the nights if his opponent shows up as well. <laughs> That's pretty much how it is, you know. Um, yeah, Robbie Lawler, he won his last fight against Nick Diaz, right? But uh, yeah, what can we say about that one? Before that, uh, not really great, kind of on a decline. Uh, but for Barberina, you know, the thing is, I, I was really shocked by Barberina when he lost to Jason Witt, you know. Yeah, yeah. I didn't expect that at all. Um but after that, good wins against Darian Weeks and a split decision against Matt Brown was a close fight. Could have gone either way. Fun one. I feel like I think Lawler is really on a decline, dude, to be really honest. And I think Barbarina uh, still has something in them to get to get it going. Um, I'm taking Barbarina with a decision, not with a stoppage, but a decision here to win. 
Yeah, I mean, this is an amazing fight. I love this matchup, guys. They're both great. I mean, yeah. I am a big fan of both guys. Love their fighting styles. Obviously, this is going to be a stand-up war. I don't think anyone was are expecting much grappling in here. Um, it's a tough fight to call. I mean, Barbarino obviously is a little bit younger, you know, um, but I mean, he takes a lot of damage in his fights too, though, you know, and both guys do, but, you know, Lawler hits so fucking hard. He can knock him out. Brian has been knocked out a couple times. He's been knocked out. Um, Randy Brown, Luke knocked him out. He's super tough, don't get me wrong. I don't know, Marshall. This one's close. I guess we're going to be in the opposite end. I'm going to go with Robbie Lawler. I think he can knock him out. He's done it a lot through his career. But if he gets, like, out-volumed here, Marcel, it wouldn't surprise me either. It's a very, very tough fight to call, in my opinion. I'm leaning slightly towards Robbie Lawler to get the get that chain of Barbarina and drop him here and finish him with strikes. But, uh, man, I mean, it's it's a phenomenal fight. I love this matchup. Uh, and like I said, I think it's going to be one of the clubhouse leaders for a uh, fight of the night. A lot of Barbarinas here. Bar, Barb, I don't know. Maybe. He struggled with Matt Brown, though, guys. I mean, Matt Brown is, is good, but I think Lawler beats him. He's already beat him, actually. Uh, even before, you think Lawler's more explosive and powerful than Brown. That, that, I feel the same way as you, actually. And I was all over Barbarina against Matt Brown. It's just a different fight. So it's an interesting fight. Don't get me wrong. It, I think it's a pick up odds are, are fair. I, I think that's fine. It's a good matchup, man. It's good It's good matchmaking, this one. Love it. All right, let's go to the next fight. Brad Riddell versus Jalen Curry. Go a good matchmaking, Marcel. Yeah. This, is, this is amazing, too. Uh, the winner, I mean, we'll get a, hopefully a step up to someone really high in the, in the lightweight rankings. Uh, great fight here. Jalen Turner, slight favorite, minus 120, plus 100, Brad Riddell. What do you think, Marcel? Jalen Turner has surprised me in this last couple of fights, man. I got to be really honest, you know. I think he has done really well. Um, I, I still have that Matt Frevola in my in my back of my head, you know, that fight. And that's why I'm so hesitant in picking him all the time, you know. Uh, if you look at Brad Riddell, um, very solid guy, you know, good kickboxer, in my opinion. Uh, got in the UFC with four wins, good win over Drew, Drew Doble, which probably is best win. I think the Mustafayev win was kind of 50 50, you know, could have gone the other way. And yeah. then he lost to FZF last time out. Um, yeah, this is a difficult one to be really honest, man. I think it can go both ways, but man, I, I'm not gonna make the same mistake again, dude. I've, I've gone against Jalen Turner for two straight fights. I'm not going to pick against him again. I think Jalen Turner wins the fight, and I see him maybe submitting uh, Brett Riddell, maybe the second round. I love this fight, Marcel, and I'm actually with you on this one too. So I'm, I'm just – I've been picking against Turner for a while. I mean, I, I he's got the knockout losses in his career. I, I'm like, okay, this guy's chin's not that good. But, man, it doesn't even matter, I mean, at this point because the ground game's so dominant and his striking is good too. And, you know, Riddell's a great striker, but I just feel like Turner's got a big advantage in the grappling. Not only that, Marcel, here's some other things to mention. Eight inches taller, six inches of reach, southpaw, four years younger, long win streak here. He has four straight wins by stoppage, just destroying everyone. Like guys that are pretty good, like Medich, like Malarkey, they're pretty good fighters. Even Kulabal, that win looks pretty good now too, doesn't it? Like, listen, he's lost a few times that surprised me, like the Favola fight. I was very surprised he lost that fight the way he did. But this is a different fight against a guy who's more of a striker. Um, I think Turner goes to his wrestling in this fight, or so I think he takes him down. And uh, I think he can finish him, Marcel, honestly. I don't think this fight goes the distance either way because I think if Riddell wins, he'll knock him out. There's no line out right now, guys, for fight not going the distance, but that this fight won't go the distance, in my opinion. I'd be surprised. I think either Riddell knocks him out or Turner gets probably a sub, maybe grounded pound, maybe. Going with Jalen Turner, man. Got to go with Turner. Turner should be in the main card, in my home opinion. I mean, both guys are very fun to watch. Riddell's fought tall, guys. Should be interesting for sure. Riddell's good, don't get me wrong. I just... I, I can't pick against Turner anymore, Marcel. I, I keep doing it. I keep dang wrong. Maybe I'll be wrong here. Watch this be the fight, Marcel, where he, he finally loses, eh? And we were wrong about him, but uh, yeah. should be a great fight. All right, now we get to the main card, Marcel. Wow. I mean, this is just a stacked main card. So, again, we're, we're, we don't know what fight of the prelims we talked about will be added to the main card with Tate and Murphy off, but we'll see. Um, let's start with the first fight, Marcel. Sean O'Malley versus Pedro Munoz. Uh, great fight here as well, Marcel. This could also be fight of the night. Munoz has won. Let me check how many fight of the night words. He's got four and three performance bonuses. So, I mean, yeah, definitely has a chance. Uh, Sean O'Malley minus 250. Munoz plus 210. Your thoughts? Yeah. Um, O'Malley's eight years younger, right? I had a certain lean towards this fight, but I kind of been, like, overthinking it. And I'm going to different. I'm gonna pick a different way. Uh, if you look at Munoz last time out, he's still he's still competitive with all these guys. You know, he fight, but he losing to, losing to Cruz, losing to Jose Aldo, um, 
He lost to Adgar in a fight. I think he won actually, but uh, he lost that one. I thought he won that fight too, for sure. Yeah. yeah. So um, if you look at O'Malley, uh, has one loss on his record against uh, Marlon Chito Vera. Uh, got a good win against Rolian Paiva last time. A really good win, in my opinion. Um, yeah. I feel like that Munoz, if he's smart, he goes to the ground as soon as possible, you know? But I think that he's not going to do it, you know. I think he will. St he will try to, to stand up with with O'Malley in the beginning, and that will be a mistake, I think. Um, I I'm leaning towards O'Malley, but with a really big question mark. If Munoz fights smart, he can win the fight, I think. But O'Malley is going to win this one. Um, second round TKO for Sean O'Malley, in my opinion. I I got to go with O'Malley too. I mean, I have to, right? Because again, you know, he's just on such a roll here. Um, great striker, and, and again, he's got some intangibles here. He's five five inches taller, six, uh, seven inches of reach, eight years younger. So he's got all those advantages. Um, and I just think he is the better striker overall, Marcel. I mean, Munoz definitely got good, good kicks, but I see him get out struck. Like even remember when he fought Sterling, that was really surprising how badly he got struck in that fight because yeah. Sterling's not really a striker. Um, Munoz is good. Don't get me wrong. I think he'll put up the best fight of O'Malley's like the O'Malley's had in a while. Um, he's never. I don't think he's been knocked out in his career, if I'm not mistaken. I don't think Munoz has ever been knocked out. No, he hasn't. This could be the fight where he, he does, but I'm I'm ma thinking maybe a decision Marcel for O'Malley instead, just kind of outpoints him. Like the Matinho fight was going to be. This could be the same way. I gotta go with Sean O'Malley, Marcel. I have to. I mean, the guy is just uh, an absolute killer right now. He's on a roll. All these knockouts, I think, gets the job done again. So, John O'Malley is my pick here, guys. Uh, no surprise there. All right, let's get to the next fight, Marcel. Great fight here. Sean Strickland, one of my favorites against Alex Perea, a guy who's really good as well. Uh, another really close fight, Marcel, minus uh, 115. Perea, minus 105. Strickland, so essentially a pick him slightly towards Perea, but I mean, it could close as a pick him or the other way around uh, by the time the odds close. Any thoughts on this one, Marcel? Your pick? Yeah. Um, it's actually pretty easy, you know. Um, if Sean Strickland fights smart, he wins this fight nine out of ten times, you know. If Sean Strickland uh, doesn't fight smart, goes with Alex Pereira, stand and banks with him, he'll lose the fight. It's that easy. That's how I see it, you know. Uh, and Sean Strickland knows that because he was like, do you really think I'm going to stand with Pereira? I'm not crazy. You know, I'm taking him down. And if he does that, he will probably win the fight. Because, listen, dude, if Andreas Mikalidis can get Pereira down in the first round and likely winning the first round against him, Sean Strickland can do that for three rounds. You know what I mean? So uh, if he doesn't do that, I go with Pereira. But I think Strickland is smart, takes him to the ground, unanimous decision win for uh, Sean Strickland here. I don't know, you know, because I know I know that first fight with Mikalides didn't look good, obviously, but the Bruno Silva fight, Marcel, his takedown defense looked really good. His sprawl looked really good in that fight. And we know on the feet he's a great striker. Adam, what? Got to break in here. How many submission wins does Bruno Silva have? Not a Zero. lot, Marcel, but I'm just saying. Like, he's, yeah, but how many does Sean – like, I know Sean Strickland at the beginning of his career had a lot, but he's not a grappler, Marcel. You know, he's a striker. I, I – I don't really see him becoming like an elite wrestler in this fight. Like, that's his best way to win. But like, when was the last time? Let me see here. Okay, so he had a couple takedowns against Soraya Hall. I'll give him that. Um, he does have some takedowns through his career. I'm just looking right now, but I don't really think see him as a wrestler. I think that's the way he'd win. Don't get me wrong. I mean, that's why the odds are close, Marcel, because he's the more well-rounded fighter, right? But I just feel like it's going to take place in the feet, Marcel. I think Perea is going to outstrike him here. So it's crazy, right? Because Perea has like no experience, and Strickland's one of my favorite fighters at 185. Someone asked who my favorite fighters are earlier. I mean, Strickland's up there. He's looking at six fights, but stylistically, Marcel, I think if he keeps on the feet, he wins for sure. I, so go ahead. I feel like people buy way too much in the hype of Pereira, dude, to be really honest. You know, I think he's he's a good striker, don't get me wrong, but he's not a complete fighter, you know. He's a good fighter, but he's not a complete MMA fighter, and he has been he has been in fights in the UFC so far. He should win. Everybody was like, oh, the Bruno Silva fight. Bruno Silva is a stand-up guy as well. You right. know, he, he right. barely wrestles. He barely goes to the ground. Yeah. Um, this is just, this is the last step for Pereira to go to the Adesanya fight. The UFC had to take a risk here to put him against Strickland, you know? Yeah. Yeah. 
And there's a huge risk, in my opinion. In my opinion, Strickland has shown much more in his MMA, MMA career than Pereira has. You know, so for me, it's like I, I'm super surprised that so many people think that Pereira beats Strickland. I'm really surprised, dude. Every matchup's different, man. You know, every fight is different. And you know, Strickland, a lot of his fights, he's the taller, longer guy. He doesn't have that advantage here. Pereira's taller and has a longer reach. And again, I think he's the more technical striker. I think he's got more power, probably too. Strickland's great, man. I don't. I, I have nothing bad to say about him. I think he's a great fighter, but I just don't look at him as like an elite grappler, which is the kind of guy I think would be Pereira. Actually, more so, I think like I think Muniz is probably a worse matchup in a way because of the grappling. You know, on the feet, though, more so. I, I just think he's going to be the better striker. It's good that we're at odds on one of these fights, but I, I, I like that. Right. I don't think you even need an elite grappler. I think any decent grappler who has a smart game plan can beat Pereira, man. To be really honest, yeah, it's yeah. not, it's not, it's not kickboxing, you know. I mean, I guess, but like the guy, dude, you're giving, you're not giving Bruno Silva enough credit, in my opinion. I mean, I'm not saying he's a grappler; he's not, but he outstruck him badly in that fight. Like it wasn't even close in the feet, Marcel. Like, and Silva's a knockout artist too. So yeah, but I say as well, you know, if this, if this stays on the feet. Right. I think Pereira wins if this stays on the feet for sure, you know. Yeah. But if Strickland is smart and he has more experience on the ground game as yeah. well, yeah. he takes him down. That's what I expect as well. So that's why I'm going with with Sean Strickland. No, it's fair. It's a, it, listen. The odds are completely pick them. You know what I mean? So yeah, let's look at the uh, comments. Love the praise working Glover. Strickland may not like what he gets in the ground. I mean, I, I think it helps. Uh, basically, hey, what's up, man? Basically, he's Strickland's grappling sense really good. Yeah, I mean, I. It is good, but we'll see if he uses it in the fight. He doesn't really tend to use it, guys. Like, he likes to just jab guys. Like, that's kind of the way he fights. I know he's had some takedowns. Maybe I'm wrong about this. I don't know. I mean, I we're, we're, we have a different pick here, Marcel. I mean, you're not going to change my mind on this one, Marcel. i got to be honest. Um, I respect your pick, though, because, you know, you know what you're talking about. I expect – actually, everyone that's in this chat, I respect what you guys have to say. But again, Marcel, it's a pick-up fight, so it's not like I'm the only one saying Pereira's going to win. If anything, I hear many win. more people saying that, dude. So yeah, you definitely. Yeah, 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 yeah. You think he's improving his grappling a ton in the year? I think so, man. I think so. I mean, this guy's just a good athlete. But again, we don't know yet until we see. I, I, I don't think I'll bet on this fight, but I'm going to pick him. You know what I mean? Like, there's other spots I like better for bets. Like I talked about this earlier. Like Duplessis, the same odds. I like him better against Tavares than you know Pereira. I feel more confident. You know what I mean, So, but at, for a pure pick, I'm going with Pereira. I'm with Marcel. Should be an easy Strickland win. Oh, if he has fight IQ, we'll see if he uses it, right? Strickland was a straight fo- uh, Yeah, I know he was a grappler. But again, man, like I've watched all his fights at King of the Cage. I've watched all those fights. He did take those guys down. He looked fantastic. But I don't know, man. He's, he's been in the UFC for how many years now? And, and does he really like to grapple guys? Not really, you know? We'll see, though. I mean, maybe we're wrong, guys. I and mean, we'll see. We'll see. It's, it's a good fight. Uh, I don't get every pick right, obviously. So uh, I'm curious to see how this fight goes. Um, it's a fun fight, Marcel. It's good that we have a little bit of disagreement here. I mean, we've agreed on a lot of fights today, so it's nice that uh, we have – like this one, I think the Lawler fight, is that, is that it? Is that the only ones you, we agreed on or, yeah. or disagreed on? I mean, yeah, those, yeah. Those, so we have two that are at odds here. Strickland jabs, takes easy wins, cuts the easy path to victory, easiest path to wrestling. I agree. I agree completely, but we'll see if he uses it. I mean – Again, I like the sprawl I saw in the last fight, man. I thought, I thought it sprawl looked on point. Again, this is a kind of a different fight, but I don't know. We'll see what happens. All right, let's get to the co-main event here, Marcel. We got Alexander Volkanovsky against Max Holloway for the third time. Another interesting fight, man. I mean, this is a great fight, obviously, guys. So I was at the first fight, and I thought Volk won every round. The second fight, I thought Max Holloway won the first three rounds and should have won the decision. And now... Third fight's interesting. Again, you have Volkanovski favored minus one eighty five, Holloway plus one sixty. I think the odds should probably be a little bit tighter here, but I'll start on this one, Marcel. It's just like, how do I pick against Volkanovski? Like, how how can you? You know, the guy is what twenty three fights in a row or something. He's won. He hasn't lost in the UFC. He might be the most best pound for pound fighter on the planet right now. I know Holloway's great, but that fight was two years ago. And since then, he had two fights against Cater and, and Rodriguez. There were wars. It didn't look great against Rodriguez, man. You know? Volkanovski's just looking better and better, Marcel. Um, I just... I Even though I thought Max won the second fight, I can't pick him here. I have to go Volkanovski, Marcel. I think he wins the decision. Uh, again, for the third fight in a row. Um, what do you think, man? It's just very rare we see three guy, uh, two guys fight for three times. Um, going right. folk decision is my pick. What do you think? 
for me, it's like Holloway's career is like this. It's just very stable, you know. And Volkanovski is like this, going up. You know what I mean? I feel like Volkanovski is still improving every fight I see him in, you know. And for Holloway, it's like he's he's at the top of his what he can do, you know. And he's still good. Don't get me wrong. He's very good, you know, when what he does. But he takes a lot of damage as well. You saw in the Jair fight last time, mm -hmm. uh, the Kato fight, he, he gave a lot of damage, but he's in wars the whole time. And if you see Volkanovski, uh, the Ortega fight, he was close and getting beat with, with the submission, you know, but he came out and he pretty much dominated the rest of the fight, in my opinion. And the Korean zombie fight, yeah, let's be honest, we all knew Volkanovski was going to win that fight. So if you look at it from, from that perspective, I don't see Volkanovski uh, losing to Max here. Do I see a finish? I don't think so. Um, I'm going with a decision win for Volkanovski as well. I think I don't see Max beating him, dude. I think his best shot was the second fight. Yeah. He actually, I think he beat him in that second fight. He had, the thing was, Max had two big first rounds, and the third, fourth, and five, fifth round were very close, you know? And all these close rounds went to Volkanovski. So, yeah, yeah um, it sucks for Max, but I think uh, Volkanovski wins the decision here. So get some props. So Volk by decision is plus one thirty, but you could also go with split decision of plus six hundred. I mean, that's interesting, isn't it? That's like, interesting, it, definitely. It, yeah, it, it could be a split again, couldn't it? The second fight was a split. What mm -hmm. do you think about that? Plus six hundred with these judges these days. These judges are terrible. Yeah, because, I mean, even if the guy clearly wins, the other guy could still get a, a scorecard. A any thoughts on that split decision? It's very possible, man. I wouldn't be surprised. You know, you know, so it's, yeah, it's, it's hard to predict it, but I mean, with the, with the state of judging, guys, maybe that's something you could look at the split decision prop. Love the shot and been live in a minute. Do my schedule. Hey, man, we always appreciate having you in here, buddy. Uh, and uh, yeah, we'll do. We're doing Sundays at uh, ten. It, it works okay for me right now. I've got my baseball game after, but uh, and Marcel's got to get out of here. But it's it's good. It's good. Works for now. Although my voice is tired. <laughs> no, it's too subjective. But this is the third win making the greatest featherweight of all time. Man, I mean, I I think so. I don't think so. You don't think so? You think, still think it's all the way? I think he is the best featherweight, maybe of all time, but not the greatest. The greatest for me is like title defenses, beating title defenses from a, from a fighter, you know? Yeah. And for me, the, those WEC title defenses are legit as well since the UFC took over that promotion. Yeah, so the yeah. best fighters were there as well. So yeah. for me, he has to win a few more to get that GOAT status in the featherweight division, which he can get. Don't get me wrong. He can get it just like Kamaru yeah. Usman can yeah. get that GOAT status at Wilderweight over GSP in a few years. That's fair. I think that's a good comparison, actually, yeah, because they both have, like, you know, long win streak, but they still need, like, Maybe another win or two or three, even. Yeah. Anthony says, I think Max might be able to beat him. The competition difference. He's talking about how you fought Ortega and Zombie compared to uh, Cater and, and Yair. Yeah, I think that's fair. I mean, Ortega almost finished him, though. You know what I mean? Like, that was crazy. And the fact he got out of that submission, Marcel, that was, remember that? Marcel, his, yeah. his head turned purple, guys. Like, I don't know how he got out of that <laughs> yeah, submission. Crazy, crazy. I think Max and Volk would do against Armin and Gamrod. I think it's interesting. I actually think. Volkanovski, if he wins Marcel, why would he fight Josh Emmett? You know, like I like Josh Emmett. It's not a money fight. If he wins Marcel, I think he's going to push an all of their fight, don't you think? I think he should, to be honest, because yes. this is, listen, if Volkanovski wins this fight, he beat Max three times officially. You know, he beat Ortega. Um, he, he beat Aldo in a non title fight. You know, I, I like to see him go to lightweight, testing himself against Charles Oliveira, you know, and I know. Uh, many people want to see Makashev Oliveira. I want to see that fight as well, but the fight is still there. You yeah. know what I mean? So, and with Volkanovski being the champion, you can make that a big fight, you know, between him and Oliveira. I love to see it, and I think it's amazing if it happens. Yeah, no, I agree completely. Um, if you're Emmett, are you rooting for Volk? I don't know, because again, we just talked mm -hmm. about it. He, he might move up. If Max wins, will they even do the fourth fight? I don't think they would do it right away. Like, so he probably wants Max to win because then Max would probably fight Emmett because that's a friend. Actually, Max has fought more of the guys, right? Yeah. He doesn't fight Emmett. Neither guy has. Josh would probably get the title shot, Marcel, but I'm just saying, like, I think there's a better chance that Volk would move up than compared to Hallway because remember Hallway did and he got destroyed by Dustin Poirier. Like, he's not a flyweight. You know, I, I mean, Volkanovski's short too. Like, he's short. Max is not short. He's tall, but Max's reach is short. Yeah. People think Max has a long reach, Marcel. It's actually very short, which is surprising. You know, Max was never get, getting finished uh, against Ortega. I know I was in that fight. I was at that fight. It was uh, it was a blowout. It was in Toronto. I saw that fight. You were Toronto Blue Jays hat on. You were you were probably at that fight too, were you, uh, Anthony? All right, let's get to the main. I thought Sorry? you were saying to me like no, 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 this guy. I think he's a Toronto guy like me. So 
All right, let's get to the main event, Marcel. Can we yeah. cover this one with you? Israel Adesanya, Marcel, taking on Jerry Cannonier, and just an incredible fight here between two absolute studs in the 185-pound <laughs> division. But Adesanya is a huge favorite, Marcel, minus 400 compared to plus 300 for Jerry Cannonier. So just your thoughts on this one, my friend. Yeah, I always say this, and people hate me for it, but Israel Adesanya is really good at making you believe he does amazing things in the octagon, which he, he just does basic stuff. But he's just really he's really quick, and he's really good in what he does. You know, Against Whitaker, he acted like he was dominating that fight. It was super close, in my opinion. You know, um, For that, the Paulo Costa fight, yeah, he did well. The Vittori fight, he, he, he clearly won, in my opinion. He's just very good at middleweight, you know, and what he does. If you look at Jared Cannonier, Cannonier was losing the first round against Brunson last time, and he came back in the second round by knocking him out with those elbows. Um, the Gaslam fight he won wasn't an amazing fight, in my opinion, and before that, the Whitaker loss wasn't great. The thing is, I like Cannonier, but he's not the guy who's going to beat Adesanya, you know? He's just not the guy who's going to beat Adesanya, or he has to touch him at first or second round and can knock him out as possible, but I don't see it happening. I think Adesanya is a smart fighter. He's quite, way too quick for Cannonier, I think. Um, will he finish him? Maybe. But I think Adesanya gets a decision win here. He should win. I mean, there's no doubt. Like, he's got, again, a lot of advantage here. He's a younger guy. Five years younger, three inches of reach, five inches of height. Um, like you said, better technical striker. His grappling's improved. Uh, at 185, he's the, he's at, besides Anderson, he's the next best guy of all time, probably right in this division. Is that fair yeah, to say? I would say so. Yeah, I, I know he beat Anderson, but again, that was a diminished Anderson. Obviously, yeah. I still think uh, Silva's the best ever at 185. But I mean, he looked incredible. Other than obviously the fight 205 against Yon, where he, you know he didn't look very good. You know, Jared's looked great though at 185 too, Marcel. I mean, but aside from the Whitaker fight, which he lost, but you know what, Marcel? If that was a five round fight, he might have won that fight coming back and winning. Like he knocked. He hurt him bad in that third round. Remember that third round, Marcel? Like, he yeah. came back, and, it, you know, maybe if it was extra rounds, he could have won. It's just tough because, like, I've watched this guy fight for a while now, and he's been knocked out a bunch of times. Like, I know 185, stronger, better, faster, more power. He could catch Adesanya. I think that's possible. But, like you said, Adesanya's very smart. Izzy should win this fight, Marcel. I think it'll be competitive until it isn't, if that makes sense. Like, I could definitely see him knocking him out. But I think early on it's going to be pretty competitive. Got to go with, with uh, Israel Asana to beat Jared Cannonier. It's hard to pick Jared in this fight. Yeah. Um, can't do it, Marcel. I, I just can't pick him. I like he's Jared, but and someone mentioned this. He got dropped. He did, Marcel, in the yeah. last fight. He came back and won, which was fucking awesome because I bet on him in that fight. But this is a different matchup, and I don't like him as much here. I will say that the, the Whitaker fight, Marcel, with Adesanya, I, I thought Adesanya won 3-2, to two, but it was so close. And I do feel like Adesanya is on a little bit of a decline. Do you think? Do you agree? A little bit of a decline? <laughs> Like I said, what I said about Adesanya, Adesanya makes you think he's doing amazing stuff because I hear people say, oh, he did amazing against Whitaker. I was like, how? You know, he makes you think yeah. that he's doing amazing stuff with with those uh, those Thanks. kind of manners. Like, you, you come over here, like yeah. like the little bit of brashy trash talking. He, he acts like he's like superior to you if you fight him in the cage, you know? But it's not like that. You know, Whitaker was very close beating him it was a 50 55 to me you know i didn't have a problem with adesanya winning by the way yeah. but that's how i see it you know so it's he unbeatable i don't think he is at middleweight but he is better than cannoneer and he should win the fight that's pretty much how it is i agree i agree let's, just, let's get some comments about this one <laughs> i think he comes off as a, a nasty counter it looks like the first time robin costa could he's, he's calling it a knockout here hey Beertra, what's up man when you're when you're guys here marcel you're you're yeah. uh, Native country and beer to the beer. Things are good, man. How's everything with you, buddy? Glad to have you here. Is John a bit heavy for Izzy? Or Jared? Mm, no, I don't think so. I, I know he used to fight heavyweight, obviously, but yeah. I feel like Yon's like a legitimate like heavyweight. You know, Marcel, like he's gonna have to move up to heavyweight something. Yon's a bigger and thicker, stronger guy. I mean, there's no doubt about it, you know. Um what's your top two underdogs in the fight card? Well, good question, uh uh Marcus. I picked, uh, we both picked Donald Cerrone at plus 180, and we both picked uh, Duplessis. It depends on what book you're at, but I'm looking right now, there's a few at plus 100, so I guess we can call him a dog. Was, Mar uh, Marcel also picked, uh, yeah, you also picked Barbarina, and you also picked uh, Strickland, Marcel. They're yeah. also underdogs. So Marcel picked more dogs than me in this card. Usually I'm the guy who picks <laughs> on the dogs, but uh, I would say, yeah, honestly, even though it's crazy to say, I still think Cerrone is, at plus 180 is just pretty nuts, personally. 
Um, and then Duplessis, you can get a plus 100. That's a good bet. That's actually a very good bet, in my opinion. It'll probably make my best bets list more so the Duplessis one. Because like I said, like, even though I'm picking Pereira, and I, you guys know I feel decently about him there, I feel stronger about Duplessis, Marcel. And I think you do too, right? Is that fair? Yeah. yeah. Let's get some other comments here. Humbly disagree. Thought uh, is he beat uh, Waker four one? I mean, I think one of the judges did too. But I, I kind of disagree with you, Daniel. To be honest, I think it's three two. Is he one? Of the, doesn't leave uh, recent MA judging. It is risky. It is risky. And I'm with Marcel. Like I think that the last couple of fights. Okay, the, the Vittori fight, the second one. Honestly, Marcel, that fight wasn't that close. But no, the, no, I agree. But the Whitaker fight, the commentators were like, oh, he's doing so good. Even the Jan Blahovitz fight. Remember how the commentators were like fawning over him, like. Oh my god, it looks amazing! I'm like watching. I'm like, what the yeah. hell are they watching? I, like, and then they use it for the promo for Jan. Remember yeah. that that the, yeah. that they act like they said it for about Jan, but they said it about Adesanya. That's but too funny. It's it's like I said, man. Adesanya makes you think, and he does it to the commentators as well that he is dominating these guys with his antics and how he fights the 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 flashy kind of stuff. But you gotta look through that, you know. Yeah. He's still winning. I agree, you know, yeah. but you got to look through that. You know, he's he's not as dominant as many people think. It's over damage. That's so funny. That's what happened in that fight with, with Jan. Turn off the commentator. Mm -hmm. You will see the fight close. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. <laughs> the commentators really like Israel, and they really yeah. they, they, they ignore a lot of what the opponents do in this fight. I've noticed that too, Marcel. I'm not the only, you're not the only one who's noticed that. Who's Addison's biggest challenge at 185? I think he beats Strickland. Honestly, again, it's all matchup dependent, Marcel. That's why I think... It's probably Pereira because he, again he's beat him twice in kickboxing and the striking, but if not Marcel, maybe uh, Andre Muniz because he's probably the best grappler. So I don't know. Any thoughts? Yeah, I will maybe say Muniz. I don't think Pereira has the biggest challenge to him. To be really honest, with you. he lost two times to him. But if you look at the fights, Alessandro was better in both those fights, in my opinion. I mean, so. then it's, he was better until he was sleeping on the canvas with the doctor True. with the flashlight saying, "Hello, wake up." So, True. yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, I know you're saying though, I've watched those fights, and you're right, like he was competitive, especially the one mm -hmm. we got knocked out. Yon and Reyes and Tensera hold wins over Canyon. How crazy is that? I mean, Canyon's fought really tough guys. Um, there's nobody in the middleweight that can beat Israel, maybe not. I mean, it's possible, maybe not. Mary Canyon, yeah, he used to work a job, he used to live in Alaska. Um, all right, that's it, I think, for UFC 276, Marcel. But that's yeah. the, I think if you guys have any more comments, we'll answer them, but I just want to get to uh. PFL. PFL really quick, and then we'll get out of here. We're going to get out of here by 12. Can I get on screen, dude? Yeah, of course. Let me just pull awesome. up here. Um, like I said, guys, if there's any last-second questions about UFC, we will take them. Let's pull up PFL here. Um, one sec. Well, I just got the Wikipedia. Is that okay, Marcel? <laughs> yeah, for sure. All right. Where is it? Here it is. All right, so... We don't have odds for this yet, I don't believe. Let me double check right now. I don't think the odds came out yet. No, no odds yet. Usually they actually they actually probably get them up after this podcast. Just watch. It's going to be after the <laughs> podcast. Also, sorry, I, I'm Glenn, I'm sorry, I missed your qu question earlier. I was going to answer this. He said if Kanier falls off the card, who gets this, who will get the title shot if Kanier got injured or something? They better give it to Strickland. It would be Strickland, I think. I think it would be, but yeah. maybe they would go pray. I don't think so, though, because again, it's unranked. It'd be kind of weird. Um, let's just go through his fights quickly, Marcel. So yeah, I mean. Uh, Kayla Harrison taking on Caitlin Young. Uh, she's going to be like minus 10,000. Um, this fight is not competitive. Julia Bud fell off the card. This, Marcel, Kayla Harrison by stoppage. Uh, probably kicking out ground and pound from Mount or something. What do you think? Yeah, fuck out of here, man. Kayla Harrison. Dude, what, what, what the hell? I, I, miss, I respect Kayla Young. She's a, she's a warrior. She's yeah, me too, but shape, come but on. Come on, I know. And one week's notice, Marcel? No way. It's just PFL protecting your brand. Rory McDonald got an easy fight here too against the the what's his name the the, the, the Swedish Denzel Washington. Denzel Washington, yeah, something yeah. Like that. McDonald wins unless he's completely washed, which I don't think he is yet. He no. wins. See, this is fucking bullshit that Ray Cooper is fighting Brad Cooper. So they're obviously giving Ray a, a, a fight that he's going to probably get six points in, guys. Right? He'll probably knock mm -hmm. him out. I know right now he's minus one points, but he can actually I think still make the playoffs potentially. The fact Carlos Diaz out of the tournament is complete bullshit because he beat yeah. Ray Cooper, and that's such garbage, Marcel. Just like Corey Hendricks, he's out too, right, Marcel? Not fair, you know? I think it's going to make guys rethink about signing with PFL because it's, they're not playing fair here with some of these guys. Ray Cooper wins by first-round knockout over Brett Cooper. What do you think? Yeah, man, it's uh Easy fight. Uh, it's, it's sad that he has to knock out his brother here, but uh, <laughs> and I'm just kidding, obviously. Yeah, um, Cooper wins. Magomed, Magomed Karimov against Jao Safarino. I think Magomed wins too, Marcel. Yeah, again, me too. Should be a big favorite there. 
Uh, Gerard Al-Salawi uh, against Magomed Uwatov. Another interesting fight. I mean, Uwatov, though, he missed his first fight. Why is he still in the tournament? Why is Liel not fighting in this fight? It should have been Liel versus this guy, in my opinion. Uh, I think Gerard could win this fight, Marcel, honestly. I think it's a very close fight. What do you think? He can, but I'm uh, I'm going with Umulato. Umulato, yeah, that's I think fair. It's close. Yeah, uh, Jenna Fabian against Larissa Pacheco. Pacheco is actually probably the second best girl besides Harrison, but she's Fabian, the old that gave Kayla Harrison the run for her money. Yeah, Fabian did beat uh, Bud, but I think she like lost points because she missed weight or something. Yeah, so maybe she could surprise, but I think Pacheco wins. I think you're picking her too. Mm-hmm. For sure, yeah. Nikolai Alex Sakin against Glacier Gle- Tebow. I got to go with Nikolai Marcel. I, Gle- I can't pick Glacier. I know he beat Warrior. Maybe that was a horrible decision. I got to go with Nikolai. You too? I think Tebow, I think Tebow got robbed in this last fight. I don't know against who anymore, but I think he actually should have Was it Gerard, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. Hey, man. That, again, close fight, right? Yeah. But, he, you know, he got that one against Warrior and he went back against him. Uh, Marina Mokterina against Abigail Montes. I think Marina wins Marcel. Um Montez the girl beat uh, Clarissa Shields, but she didn't look very good in her last fight. Just I don't know about these ones. J- uh, Jindarova against uh, Faye Zalonova. I'm going with I'm going with Jindarova because yeah. her name is easier to pronounce. <laughs> this is like Zagazumagulov almost. Just, I think yeah. she's Kazakhstan too. Or yeah, right. She's from yeah. Turkey. She is. Olena Kolensik against Vanessa Melo. I think Melo. 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 Yeah, I think she could win. You know, she's yeah. Got a lot of experience. Okay, so that's it for that. Just wanted to do the PFL quickly. Get a couple of comments when you get out of here, guys. Uh, what's next? That's oh, a great question. The road, we never talked about road to UFC. So I, I didn't, I was on vacation and uh, I didn't have it because those cards took place in the middle of the night. I was staying up to watch them. I know there were some big upsets though, like uh, George Tokos got knocked out by uh, one guy. He was yeah. like, he was my 600. He got, knocked he got out. immediately signed that guy. Yes. I uh, can't remember his name now, but he's, yeah. he's a good prospect. John Hunko is the guy to follow for that. He's, he knows all those guys. I, I don't yeah. really know them as well. I'm not sure. It's a good question, though. Harris is supposed to fight. Eventually, needs to fight someone legit. I agree. Feels like PFL is corrupt. I don't know if it's corrupt, but they, they play favorites. There's no doubt about it. Antoine, I live in PFL, bought tickets PFL just so I can get a disc, just because I got a discount. Don't you work at the arena? Or, or does that. Uh, you work at State Farm Arena, is that what it's called? I can't remember. Wherever the Hawks play. I think that's where you work, right, Antoine? Although there, this is a different arena. Min Zang, yes. I think that was the guy. Something like that. It was definitely that guy. I'm sorry I don't remember his name. It was a few weeks ago. I, I guess I didn't get a chance to watch those fights. But he was a huge dog. Um, I think that's it, Marcel. Like, oh, yeah. Which fight? This is, we'll take, this will be the last question. What fight do you want to get moved up to the main card? Great great question. I think I think Lawler. Lawler, because he was upset that he's not on the main card. Give it to him. He's a veteran. deserves it. And then, if not, Mooney's in Hall. Quality-wise, Mooney's Hall or Tavares against the Plessis. But if you look at... Uh, how do you say that? If you want to have a banger, another banger on the main card, you put on Lawler against uh, Barbarina, probably. Yeah, I agree. All right, guys, that's it for this today's podcast. I mean, it was a lot of fun, Marcel. We did the back-to-back shows. Hope you guys are enjoying it on uh, Sunday mornings now. We're doing the show. Marcel, plug yourself. Let's get out of here, my friend. Yeah, it's still Big Marcel 24 on Twitter and Instagram and uh, Eurosport.nl Mixed Martial Arts section for my articles, if you can read Dutch. Twitter at MN Martin. Um, that's how you'll find out who I am, if, in case you don't know who I am, because some people apparently don't. Podcast, <laughs> um, uh, maosbreaker.com. It's our YouTube, as you guys know. I don't say this enough, but like, like, share, subscribe, do all that stuff. I need to keep telling people that, but like, I think you guys already know. I think the people listening are already doing that, so I appreciate that. Um, bookies.com have my best bets out this week as well. Probably get a little, uh, Wednesday, I would imagine they get posted. MiamiNews.com for some news. Uh, but yeah, just follow me on Twitter, guys. Follow Marcel. We love doing the podcast. We'll be back next. Uh, we'll be back next Sunday, Marcel, at 10 a.m. We'll be recapping 276 and then previewing uh, Fiziev Dosanos card, which should be fun to, to do. Um, and just last call here. Grateful to appreciate the breakdowns. Appreciate you, man. We're grateful for you, my friend. All right, guys, let's get out of here. Talk to you soon. Have a great week, everyone. Enjoy UFC 276. Peace.